Because anybody can be bad, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the that's the that's the takeaway from it, right? Anybody can be a bad person. To be a good person, you're gonna have to face obstacles, and you're gonna have to fucking suffer, which makes zero sense, right? Yeah, man. But I just but, wish but 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 the takeaway is the the end of the day, you get to. Nothing weighs down on you because you're a good person. That's that's your reward. Is that the reward? That's the you reward. get to lay down at night and close your eyes and be like, "Hey, all of this sh- like mile of shit that I had to go through today sucked, but at least I'm a good person." That's what it comes down to. But um, yeah, yeah man, things that are that's good for you. Canceled. There's this guy on fucking TikTok. He calls himself the Blood Sugar King. He wears those, you know, that's the new thing now. You know how at first it was like, hey, wear a Fitbit. Like, it'll track your steps. Then it was like, here's an Apple Watch. Track your heart rate and calories and blah, 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 blah. Now people are doing these, like, long-term glucose, uh, like, monitoring systems. It's like you could have it on for two weeks at a time. It's like you put it back here in your arm, and it tracks your blood sugar something and then he like checks it yeah i've seen it but no dude like that guy's like like i watch his stuff and it's like i can't eat anything it seems like yeah there's a liver king yeah no the liver king's a jackass <laughs> liver king is fucking hilarious like yeah. liver king lives in texas in a mansion <laughs> like look like the liver king's whole thing is just to like fucking make everybody seem like an idiot like that's not like real like nothing the liver king is doing is like a real thing like they had like nutritionists look into it they had everybody else look into it like the liver king is on steroids (laughs) like let's just put that out there like why is nobody like i hope you're not following the liver king like, yeah, no, he preaches like, oh, you got to follow the ancestral traits. Like, this is how our ancestors were back. How when do you we know like, that? How do you know that? How does he know that? Apparently, he's researched. His big things are like work out like crazy and then mm-hmm. eat liver. Like, he, he eats liver. yourself with steroids. <laughs> he leaves that part out. And I've seen some interviews with him. When that gets brought up, he's like, it doesn't make any sense. Why would people think I'm on steroids? liver (laughs) and you know you know what his catchphrase is why eat vegetables when you could eat testicles because he eats a lot of animal testicles i saw him on uh, logan paul's podcast they had him on there and then it was funny because he he had his chef he has a personal chef he flies private and then um he 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 had his chef bring out all this uncooked organ meats and stuff liver testicle um you know tongue i think or whatever and then like he's like here you know you guys are badass motherfuckers so you guys eat this eat this with the liver king and they all like took a bite and were like spitting it out he eats a lot of bone marrow too and they're like you just eat this like this he's like yeah well you know i have my chef um put some olive oil on it salt and pepper and we like you know put it in the oven a little bit but like in all his videos and stuff it looks like he's just eating that shit raw but that that dude's out of his mind put the the blood sugar guy man like 
It's like, I get it, dude. Like, fucking remember back when social media, you just looked at social media and you got, like, FOMO. Like, oh, man, look at these people. They're out partying. They're doing this. They're doing that. It looks like a good time. And then, like, that shifted into, like, you know, like, you know, like, fucking social media then went into like hey look like all of these people on tiktok are just always like sharing oh this is how the crypto this is how you do the real estate investment so i like look at that shit and i'm like fuck like am i falling behind i'm not doing any of this shit and now it's like dude i don't even know what to eat Mm -hmm. he was doing veggie chips today and he was like it's not good it's not good it's like it's like like, hey dude like your body's like blood sugar naturally goes up and that's why you have like insulin and it brings it down and and then it gets stored and then it gets glucagon releases that when you know you need it and then it gets burned off but like you can't just have it where you can't just spike your blood sugar at all like i get it people that do it too much you know like if you're diabetic that's bad you know because or if you're pre-diabetic or, you know, if you're like just fucking like not taking care of yourself and you're doing it a lot, but it's like, bro, like this dude's like, he's making it seem like you just can't eat a lot of the things. He's like, it's not good. Has he ever ate an apple? He hasn't eaten an apple, but he's done a lot of foods. He did blueberries. Blueberries apparently were good. Strawberries were okay. Blood sugar didn't spike too much. Watermelon didn't make it go up. You know, an apple has 19 grams of sugar in it. Yeah, like, I think, like, mangoes have sugar, too. Like, that, that's what always confuses me. Like, a, apparently, a banana will spike your blood sugar. Yeah. Like, this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> this, is this what the world has come to? Man, when did when did Costco... Like, does your guys' Costco still do the vegetarian pizza? Because they ditched that. I don't know. I haven't gone to Costco in years. Like, but you, you've had the, the, the big... Pizza I meant the food Costco. court. I haven't gone to the food court for a while. Yeah, I was like, all right, where the fuck do you shop? No, I go to Costco, but I haven't gone to the food court in at least, like, a good while. But, yeah, I think, like, it was a couple years back. They ditched the veggie pizza. Now it's only, like, cheese and pepperoni. That veggie pizza used to be dope, man. Like, I remember growing they up as a the kid. hot dogs, right? They still have the hot dogs. But um, I remember growing up as a kid, like, you know, like, we'd just get a veggie pizza. Like, it was, like, the summer, you know, like parents worked they'd be like all right you know here's your breakfast lunch and dinner you know <laughs> work your way through this whole pizza i had a friend whose parents would work all day and then like you know the costco pizza was like a babysitter for him and his sister like they would just be at home when you get hungry you eat a couple slices and it just sucks that you know that they don't have that anymore but um yeah man they used to also have like these did you ever have like the it was like a vanilla it was like their fudge ice cream they used to have a big oh, vanilla I remember that. Thing. they yeah. would dip that in like chocolate and put roasted almonds on it yeah they've like Cost. ditched few they've ditched some things over the years and it Cost sucks like who the fuck responsible for like a whole generation of diabetes yeah <laughs> i remember <laughs> i remember once when we were in high school like me and my buddy we would go to the gym and then across the street was a Costco. And then, like, we went to the Costco. I'm eating a hot dog. He eats a pizza. He has, a like, a fucking, like, smoothie. Like, you know, those ice cream shake things. And then his dad picks us up. And his dad's just, like, looking at us, like, dropped you off at the gym. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then his dad's, like, you know, like, what's the point of you even working out if you're going to eat like that? My friend's like eating the ice cream. He's like, cause it's good. And then like my friend walks away and I'm just like standing. His dad just goes, man, it's <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, so man, um, Thor: Love and Thunder, huh? What a fucking terrible movie! So I've been I've been excited to do this podcast with you because um, you know it's 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 since it's come out like it's been pretty divisive, uh, you know, from what I've been seeing on social media. I've been seeing a lot of people talking shit about it. Then there is like, you know, I think the the fucking split of it i've seen more people saying that it's bad than it is good and i was actually excited because i'm one of the people that enjoyed the movie and you did not so i've been looking forward to this discussion okay i'm not gonna say i didn't enjoy the movie but i thoroughly didn't enjoy the movie so let me just tell you no i'm kidding so this movie like was not as good like when we saw the teasers Taika Waititi, you know, Ragnar. First of all, when Ragnarok came out, right? I felt like Marvel had this thing where they undid everything fucking Ragnarok did for some reason. He lost Mjolnir. They gave him another hammer. They gave him... Stormbreaker. Um, Stormbreaker. He lost an eye. They gave him another fucking eye. He re- reconciled with um, Loki. They killed Loki. Like Marvel was like, let's just undo everything this fucking film did. You know? Now you point it out, yeah. Yeah. So, fine. Whatever. But, so, we've seen the character arc of Thor. He went through some shit. He saw Fat Thor. He saw Vengeful Thor. And then you get this movie and it's like, why is Thor such a fucking idiot in this film? Like, what happened to just, like, it was, like, all that stuff that's happened, you just threw all that character development out. I felt like Thor was a lot dumber in this film. He was definitely goofier. Yeah. Than the previous iterations. Like, it was just, like, okay. But that's not my biggest my biggest thing with this film, right? That, like, kind of, like, they totally wasted Gore the God Butcher. Right? I have a lot of things with this film. I felt like Taika Waititi's a great director, but it was like if he needed a check, this was probably the check to me. It's still gonna make movie. It's still it's gonna still make money. Blah blah blah. Right. But like I felt like this was too. But maybe that's Marvel's thing. Marvel has a lot in its plate right now. So now you don't have Kevin Feige in each film. I think like, he's still like involved. He's directly. there. But he's involved. Yeah, he's, I don't think as much close supervision because you have so much stuff going on. You have the series. So, so, you know, with Ragnarok, the writers were different mm-hmm. and Taika just directed it. This one, I think he wrote and directed. Uh, yeah, he did write and direct it. And, and you can kind of tell, but I don't know. To me, it just felt like if you're going to do Gore the God Butcher, right? And he butchers one God. And you have Christian Bale, one of the best actors. I felt like every time Christian Bale came on screen, he was the best part of this film. To me, personally. Yeah. You know? Universally, that's what I've, that's the take that I've kind of heard from everybody that Gore was very much so underutilized. Mm-hmm. I felt like he was underutilized. And my biggest complaint was it was, I, I, I'm not going to sit in there, I hated the movie. The movie was still nice. It was, but getting from the ending to the begin I mean, from the beginning to the end of this film, 
did it really move anything along in the arc of Thor? I wouldn't say it did. Did it further anything in the universe of the MCU? I feel like it did not. Yeah, it was pretty... It didn't have anything to do with different um, multiverses or anything or anything like that. And I think, um, you know, nothing with the timeline or any of that yada, yada, yada. It was really just like an isolated Thor kind of adventure, like he says in the movie, classic Thor adventure. Um, yeah, you know, okay, let's talk about Christian Bale's gore, man. Uh, you, you know, you... I remember when we had uh, when we had our initial discussion about this. You're like, "How are you going to call him Gore the God Butcher and have him just butcher like just show us him butchering one god?" And yeah, you know, like on the rest of them, it was with the Guardians when Thor is looking at all the beacons, emergency beacons or you know, help beacons going off. We saw like a quick shot of different gods that have been murdered. But you think we should have seen him do that to at least because he kills literally one god, right? Because he doesn't That's kill Thor. It. He doesn't. No. Yeah. The they wasted the perfect chance when he goes to go console with all the gods. I thought he was gonna show up there. Yeah, I remember when that when we saw the initial trailer, we were thinking that Gore was gonna somehow go to where Zeus and all them in omnipotent city, I think it's called, where all the gods mm-hmm. are, and just fucking lay waste. But you know, I think it kind of wouldn't have made sense because none of those gods really died over there. Like I thought for a second that they killed Zeus. But I was kind of happy that Zeus wasn't killed off. But that's where you kind of like, okay, like how seriously this felt like more of a parody of a Marvel film than a Marvel film because they have a god of bowel, really. Oh, a god of dumplings. Yeah. Like what? Adorable. Yeah. But I, I hear. And then like Zeus is just worried about orgies and speaking in an Italian accent the whole fucking film, like. You wasted Russell Crowe for like a throwaway gag, bro. So apparently Taika had Russell Crowe do all of his scenes twice. Once with the accent and once without. And, you know. But yeah. But I don't know. Like, what were you, what were you expecting? Like, what did you think it would be like? Like, did you? I haven't seen Ragnarok in a while. I have nothing but fond memories of it. I remember it having goofy things too, but I think there was a lot of the seriousness in there as yeah. well. I think that's I like, the big thing that people are saying, that this one was the comedy in this one kind of overshadows the serious moments because there are serious, like, fucking heavy topics. Like, Jane has cancer. Yeah, it does, but I felt like the comedy overshadowed it, and then there's so much stuff that they introduce now, right? All of a sudden, the hammers are intimate. Like, not intimate. They're animate. They, I enjoyed they, that. I enjoyed him like talking. I thought it to was them. okay, but it was like okay. So everything we're so used to everything connecting, right? So then, so for twenty years, like the way I took it, right? So some people are saying if you just turn it off, blah blah blah, it's fine, right? Then yeah, I guess if you look at it that way, it's cool, whatever, right? We're just used to everything connecting and everything making sense. The only thing is, Marvel's gonna get away from that. Then now, and it happens to every franchise, right? So now what you're doing is it's going to plot hole the other shit, you know, retcon stuff like, okay, you're doing this with Thor's Munir can do this now, you know? And then I thought Jane's story was really good. Um, it was kind of like, I didn't really figure that out. I thought the enchantment was to help her, but then it was draining her of her powers because of the cancer. 
supposedly, like, I guess, like, in the comics or whatever, I was watching a breakdown video, that it, Mjolnir kind of takes away all the effects of the chemo or something, which causes the cancer to kill her faster. That's what, mm -hmm. I guess, was the story in the comics. It said that it was draining her of her, like, mortal ability or energy to fight the cancer. So it was, you know... That was kind of the explanation for that, but yeah, like you know, I, I, you know, when when she reads the book on Mjolnir, it says it gives them great health. So, I was I was thinking that you know, but I think that's that's just how it was. Like, it just makes her feel powerful, but ultimately it is kind of aiding and killing. Her. And that was the that was kind of the reflection because the the sword is uh, doing the same with Christian Bale. It's infecting him. And slowly kind of killing him as well. That was the other thing. So I felt like this movie kind of just f jumped from one plot point to the other plot point to the other, you know? So he shows up. They don't really get to see anything. He sees Lady Sif. And then Gore kidnaps the kids. And then they go to Omnit City. Like, it just jumps to the next. You know, like, I felt like at... Yeah, there was stuff at stake. But I felt like every time, every time Christian Bale came on, um, came on screen, he did command it. He was probably like the best part of the film, right? But when it was over at the end, you know, you get to kind of have that reunion with Thor and Jane. I guess you see that and it's over. Um, but like, where does this kind of leave Thor at the end? Like, was there character development? Was there anything really? He has a it's, it's the tragedy kind of of Thor continues. Yeah. He lost his mom in the dark world. He lost his dad in uh, Ragnarok. He lost Loki in Infinity War. And then now he loses Jane. Like, he is... Remember that... Uh, th this scene got brought up a lot when people were like, I miss this Thor. You know, because in Infinity War, when he's going to forge Stormbreaker, and they're like, yeah, but you could die. And he's like, you know, like, what else do I have to lose at this point? Because he's lost so much. And, um, you know, like, uh, people people brought that up. Like, hey, they missed that Thor, that acting. Like, that was kind of like peak Thor. Because um, mm -hmm. in this one, it was just kind of goofy, goofy, joke, joke, punchline, punchline. Um, and I, I, I disagree with that just a little. Uh, because the, mo the, the, the scene he has with Jane when they're in the hospital and, you know, they're like, hey, it's draining her every time she picks up Mjolnir and it's kind of killing her faster. And he has that talk with her like, Hey, you know, like you wait here, I'm going to go do the thing. And she's like, you're going to go without me. And he's like, you know, like it's killing you. And she's like, you know, like, so blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, it's cause I love you. Like that's the, you know, I, I thought, I thought that scene was really like emotional and the way that both of them acted in that scene, it did like hit me. Like, you know, that's what something Taika Waititi has always been good at. Like if you look at, um, fuck's the name of this movie uh jojo rabbit you look at jojo rabbit it's a fucking crazy serious topic that it's shown in the like you know from the the kid's perspective and it's jokes but it's also like you know heavier things and then boom there's that one scene which really hits you and it's just like fuck and then you know like i i felt that way a little bit about that scene when they're in the hospital and 
you know, with Jor, uh, with, with Thor and Jane, and he tells her that he, you know, he loves her. And then also, I got that like hit with emotion when he is fighting Gore at the end, and you know, Jane comes in, and they give each other a look where he's just like, Jane, no, and she, she like gives him the look of like, you know, like this, this is the choice I'm making, and essentially, it's like both of them know that she's gonna die. So like you remember I remember you know when I did the no spoilers one I said that there was two scenes in there that I got emotional and I remember after you watched the movie you're like you almost cried what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> I did cuz I was like what the f-? no but to me I think my my this is what I with this phase I think I have to learn how to do this right is we're so used to everything connecting but I feel like this phase has kind of been the weakest phase for me out of all the phases we'll we'll and talk maybe, about this towards the end because i want to bring up some of the other phases and yeah. stuff and just just to see you know but go ahead to me because it's like connectivity wise that's my thing i'm i'm used to the bigger picture but this phase maybe you have to rewire yourself is not about it's more about i feel like so far every individual film instead of the bigger picture you know so Maybe when you look at it that way, I I kind of get it, you know. But at the same time, I just felt like within this film, yeah, they had those scenes, but they were so far few in between and it was so littered with jokes. I think those were like the only two scenes, really. Yeah, and everything, like the fucking goats. Like, I think those, the, those kind of wore on people as yeah, it went on. Yeah, and then... But then there's something that somebody said. They're like, if you look at the storytelling, Korg is telling this story. Maybe that's why it's so goofy. And I was like, huh, if you look at it from that point, like. Yeah, because in the beginning, he's, you know, sitting around and telling the kids a story. So that's essentially all of this. He's saying a classic Thor adventure, you know, through the eyes of Korg. Mm-hmm. And so you that, know, that kind of explains it. But then, like. Here's the thing when you have a when you have the MCU and it's expanded for so many years when you do new stuff right and you're going to say everything is continuity with anything it's going to kind of fuck with you because okay so if eternity existed instead of fucking around and trying to like go through the timeline and find different stones why the fuck didn't Thor just have them all just go to eternity and like redo the fucking snap you know you spent all this time Trying to build a fucking time machine. Oh, but I have the I have Stormbreaker that can just take us to Eternity, and you can just ask Eternity to like undo the snap. Like that's that's always gonna be the thing. Whenever you introduce something like this, it's gonna be like, what the fuck was this like before? You know. What did you think about like the the look of Eternity? Because that's what it looks like in the comics. It's just yeah. like the silhouette, and it's like the universe. Mm-hmm. I thought no, I thought the look, of, but it was like that's the thing when you introduce some, but a character like that, like so, and it it didn't seem like foreign knowledge to Thor. He already knew what Eternity was. It seems like, so yeah. And then from from what I read, I saw in a breakdown video, they said in the comics, Eternity usually doesn't get involved in like human matters like this, and it's not kind of like a wishing well or like a genie where it just grants. But yeah. But, like, for me, when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, they just introduced an e- Eternity. There's yeah. also, like, Infinity and the Living Tribunal. I Like, you know, like, the heads that were where, um, mm-hmm. where Death was also there, uh, where 
you know the 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 last part where they go before they enter eternity the heads that we see there's also like a like an ultimate celestial or whatever as well i liked how gore was like you know take care of my daughter and then thor was just like ultimately like yeah i'll do that and then like 10 minutes later he's like taking her into a full-on fucking war like this is nice like like, is there not CPS in the Marvel universe? Like, he's taking like a little child into war, but that's she's Thor's got, thing. Yeah, she's got like he, the powers of eternity. I know this, and I, I know this kind of bugged you a little as well, right? When he gives the powers to the kids. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Right, that's a thing. And then people say that that's the thunderbolt, like Zeus's thunderbolt that he has is why he's able to do that. But it was like really like now this is a thing like it just seemed convenient and i feel like thor has a thing for child soldiers and i feel like it's wrong thor's like the joseph coney of the marvel universe (laughs) and we need it (laughs) okay so you like the storyline with jane um her having cancer storyline i liked i felt like jane's storyline and gore's storyline yeah they could have been extended more uh, jokes could have been cut out. Some of the jokes, like New Asgard, one thing that pissed me off or not pissed Being me off. Being a tourist atten- uh, attraction? Yeah, yeah, fuck that. That pissed like, you off? That pissed me off because it's like, come on, bro. Like, th- it goes back to the continuity. Half the world was wiped out. How the fuck are you going to have an ice cream fucking shop with a gauntlet on it? Like, Infinity that's not phones. a, that's not a fucking, that's a joke to you. Like, half of these people were dead and now you're selling ice cream cones? Like, with the gauntlet on there? Like, come on. Yeah, that might be a bit much. But to me, with New Asgard becoming in a becoming a tourist attraction kind of made sense. Like, that's kind of what, you know, how tourist attractions are. Like, you know, like tourist destination places are. I thought that kind of made sense. Did, did, did you not like the Matt Damon coming back? No, the Matt Damon thing was good. I like that. Yeah. So it was Matt Damon... And the guy that plays Thor is actually Thor's older brother. Mm-hmm. And then you have Melissa McCarthy in there. And then the guy playing Odin is actually Sam Neill. I didn't recognize him. I didn't either. Um, Love, Gore's daughter, is actually uh, Chris Hemsworth's daughter. India Hemsworth, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, the children uh, you know the are ki- all their kids? Yeah, all their kids are in there. I think Christian Bale's kids, Natalie Portman's oh. kids. Ty- Go ahead. The fun fact? No, no, go finish. Uh, and then uh, Taika's kids are in there as well. And then um, also, you know, when you see the little clip of Thor kind of growing up in the beginning, you know how there's like a kid running mm-hmm. and then it's like a teenager and then it's him. The kid is also Th- Chris Hemsworth's son in real life. That's crazy because all those kids that they show at the end, they also wrote the script for this film. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> You know, man, I, w- I was thinking about it. Like, hey, you know, it's kind of like the same thing. Uh, you know, like, um, remember when uh, growing up, you know, our parents worked at like 7-Elevens and stuff. And like, you know, when we would go there, we would get like a free Slurpee. You know, it, it, it's the same thing. You know, like it, it, Chris Hemsworth's kids are the kids of a gigantic movie star. So they get to be in his movies. You know, like we got free Slurpees and they get to be in these big, big mcu blockbuster it's the same thing you know (laughs) go fuck yourself Uh, (laughs) uh 
so there's a lot of um apparently there was a lot of stuff that got left on the cutting room floor um um there was um i think christian bill said in 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 an interview like after what's the name of the sword again necrosword necrosword because i keep i would keep saying like ebony blade like uh that's what always pops up into my mind but um the necrosword like... never mind <laughs> <laughs> no but uh the 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 necrosword he says like when he gets it you know like how in the beginning he had like all the tattoos apparently he says he like mutilates himself so that's why in the beginning he has the tattoos but then later when you see him they're scarred because he's cut that off mm-hmm um, and then Natalie Portman said that there is scenes where they went to different worlds, which weren't in the movie either. So what, you know, like, like how when, when, whenever we do our reviews, we're always like, ah, like when we're when we're talking, like how are we gonna do this? Like we don't want to just be sitting here recapping the movie because the fucking audience has seen the movie. You know, we kind of just want to talk. Mm-hmm. And, and then like we always have to kind of catch ourselves not doing that. But this one is can be easily recapped. Thor is with the Guardians. Uh, you know, Gore gets the 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 Necro Sword. Thor is with the Guardians, and then he sees a distress signal from Sif. Goes there, and then goes to you know, hey, he's he's going to New Asgard next. Boom! They show up there, and then kidnap and go to Omnipotent City. I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say for some guy whose whole thing about like being against the gods is the gods don't care anybody his whole fucking plan were laid on the gods caring enough to save those kids like for a guy whose main fucking quarrel with the gods is the gods don't give a fuck was like okay my main plan to get the fucking necrosaur or get the opening to eternity is the gods caring about some shit. Like, I'm just going to put that out there. Doesn't he say that to Thor, like, you're different? Fuck him. And, and then I think ultimately <laughs> that's what ultimately that's what happens with him at the end of it, where uh, he sees Thor, who's a god, actually caring. And But I'll, I'll be honest, one of the coldest scenes was when, like, the kids are telling a story about, like, Thor beheading some uh, Thanos. And then he comes in and he does his little monologue, and beheads somebody. Uh, it's, beheads that. It's snake. it's it's that that balance is so hard to do. Yeah, we've seen it not be done successfully, where you're this really intimidating supervillain, but then you do kind of goofy or like you know things that aren't like it's not like just like a serious stoic supervillain. We've seen that Jesse Eisenberg. It didn't it didn't work. That didn't. That work. was terrible. Even Paul Dano as a Riddler, like towards the end of it, you know, when he starts like crying or singing and stuff, that didn't really work. For Bale, it definitely works. Mm-hmm. Another guy that it definitely worked for, Heath Ledger. I felt or, like Bale kind of like had like the Heath Ledger flow going here. There was some yeah. parts where he even had like that high pitched, like, no, but when he, he was also oh, now you guys don't like, I like that. He goes, oh, all of a sudden you guys like the story about thor beheading thanos and then when he does the beheading oh it's not fun anymore like that was like a, that was deep you know i expected more of that the guy's name was gore the god butcher and you had him butcher the gods off screen like that's kind of was like 
Yeah. But I felt like this was more of a rom-com with action scenes mixed in. It was, a, it was like an action comedy. that's my biggest thing. Yeah. Fantasy action yeah. comedy is what it kind of was. And, you know, that's been... People have been kind of saying that. There's always, like, the MCU-fication. Or, like, oh, there's these, you know, like, everybody being a little jokey. I think that's the great thing about movies like Winter Soldier. Where it is more of, like, a serious tone. When was the last time we got something that was a little bit more of a serious tone? Did you say Doctor Strange? Mm-mm. Right? We haven't had a serious tone Marvel movie in a while. Yeah. This phase has been kind of... Okay, so let's let's talk about the phases. Yeah. Because I was looking at this. So this is what we have so far in phase four. Black Widow. Shang-Chi. And the Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternals, Spider-Man: No Way Home, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor: Love and Thunder, and what is to come still in this uh, in, in this phase. And we're actually probably going to get a trailer of this hopefully next week uh, or this coming weekend at Comic Con. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever still, you know, is going to be a part of this phase. Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania comes out 2023, still part of this phase. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. The Marvels and Fantastic Four, I think, is listed as the final movie of Phase 4. But a new thing that we got in this phase that we didn't have in the previous three phases were all the television series. And uh, the, the ones that have been a part of this, that, that are going to be a part of you know Phase 4 and the television series is WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki Season 1, What If, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, there's going to be a untitled uh, a Halloween special, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, Secret Invasion with Nick Fury, Ironheart. Uh, the character for Ironheart is actually going to be introduced in Wakanda Forever. Uh, Armor Wars and an untitled Wakanda series that are all going to be um, a part of this phase. So what are your thoughts so far on this phase? My thoughts so far, I felt like this has been, maybe because there's so much going on, I want to see how they tie it all in together. I think the other phases were a lot like, I think it was, I think the hardest part about this phase to me has been the weaving. The other phases were all like one led to another movie, you know, or you had like a clear cut picture of. And maybe that's on them. Maybe they're doing this on purpose. But as an overall movie, f- movie-wise, I feel like this has been the weakest. W- phase four, this f- has been the weakest out of like solo films. So there was this interesting um, YouTube video I saw where the guy said that hey, the you know phase four has been a mess. Now that was the name of the title of the video, but the way that he kind of broke it down did kind of make sense to me, where with the infinity saga because you have phase one phase two phase three that is all the infinity saga though so we're all headed towards what happens in infinity war and Endgame, and eventually you know that's what closes out the infinity saga so we have phases and then the saga so if you think about it so phase one phase two phase three three phases i think each phase is about three uh, a three-year span in you know our time 
and then that 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 whole thing was the Infinity Saga. Um, it all led us to you know those events. This one it's different because it's setting up like a few different things which are on different levels. Because so far what we what we've been having set up in this one, um, you know, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, somewhat in the post credit scene of Black Widow too. You know, with um, Julia uh, Louis Dreyfus character Valentina showing up, so she's kind of working in the background. Uh, you know, working on either what is it, the Dark Avengers mm-hmm. or the Thunderbolts. I think you've you, you've mentioned. So that's kind of happening in the background, um, and that's what's going to be like. Hey, these are more kind of government controlled superheroes. Because remember, that was always the knock with them in the past, where hey, they kind of overstep their bounds and go everywhere. You what you have happening kind of on like the galactic level is what's happening with Eternals. What's going to be happening with like Captain Marvel, Guardians. And then you also have like the timeline stuff that's happening that got we got introduced to in Loki. Um, you know, Multiverse of Madness had that. No Way Home had that as well. So there's like three different things going. And then it's I think it'll all eventually come together. But that like, you know, it's going to be more grander. Because if you think about it, go back all the way to Iron Man 1. Like, doesn't that feel so small now compared to where we are now? Mm-hmm. we're in different we're like i remember when the guardians came out i was like holy shit we're in space now see i think that that was the biggest thing i think those films kind of kept it more were like because there was like a aspect of reality tied into it the stakes felt more real to where like this it's like the stakes have to be grandiose for you to give a fuck because the stakes can no longer just be tied to reality or blah 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 you know, because mm. that's how we did those initial phases where it could be just an earth level threat. Now it's like there's no point of an earth level threat because we have heroes to handle the earth level threats. Yeah. So it, so you kind of write yourself into where everything's kind of going to need to be a galactic or like. Well, depending on the superhero. Yeah. Because um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was earth level threat. Yeah, that really delved into the politics of post snap, and in this phase four, we've been really we're we're seeing like the after effects of the snap. Yeah, still we're dealing with, and um, you, you know even work? even Spider Man. I think I think moving forward, Spider Man's going to be coming kind of coming back more down to Earth level. You know, I know with No Way Home, it was like going into the different bigger thing but okay let me we'll kind of close it out on this i'm gonna go over all the phases okay because you you mentioned that hey this seems like it's been the weakest phase mm-hmm. you ready to do this exercise with me go okay so here's mcu phase one iron man incredible hulk iron man 2 thor captain america the first avenger and marvel's the avengers that's phase one okay it is six films, and that was the whole phase. Iron Man, one of the it's it's legend. It, it's a legendary MCU or ed, legendary comic book movie. Started everything. Incredible Hulk was whatever. Iron Man two. Remember, we all said it was pretty terrible, right? Do you still stand by that? Yeah. Thor one. Thor one is good. Captain America, you know, the first Avenger was good, and yes, the Avengers is dope. So solid phase six movies. 
And then we have phase two, which is Iron Man 3. Again, was divisive. Some fans liked it, some fans didn't. Thor The Dark World has been kind of universally renowned as the worst MCU movie. Captain America The Winter Soldier, one of the best. Guardians of the Galaxy, one of the best. Avengers Age of Ultron, a weaker Avengers movie, which you know people have been saying, and it ended with Ant-Man. How does that phase sound to you so far? Okay. And some good films. Yeah, again, I, I think all of them have a couple of bangers and then a couple of okay movies. Iron Man 3, okay. Thor of the Dark World, terrible. Captain America Winter Soldier, banger. Guardians of the Galaxy, banger. What are you like, you know, like a- Avengers Age of Ultron, would you say that's a banger or no? I wouldn't I I I personally wouldn't. Um I've and gr- then Ant-Man, Ant-Man was okay. Oh, I agree with those sentiments. Yeah. And again, with 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 the first phase, Iron Man, banger. Hulk, no. Iron Man 2, no. Thor, I wouldn't say it's a banger. Like, I remember it, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. Captain America, the first Avenger, is that a banger? Uh, the Avengers definitely is a banger. So in, 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 in phase one, we have two bangers. The rest of them are, you know, good movies. In phase two, we have uh, one, two, two bangers with, you know, Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy. Phase three, Captain America, Civil War, or we've always called it, Civil Disagreement, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I remember people thought Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was whatever. Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, banger, mm-hmm. right? Just say banger when you think it's a banger. I thought Black Homecoming Panther. was a banger. You thought what? Homecoming was a banger. I liked Homecoming a lot. Okay. Okay. So let me let me start again with Phase 3 and just say banger if you agree. Captain America Civil War, I would say no. No. Doctor Strange, I liked it, but I wouldn't say I liked it. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Again, I liked it a lot, but I wouldn't say banger. Banger. Spider-Man Homecoming. I I would say that was a banger for me. Okay. Thor Ragnarok. Banger. Banger. Black Panther. Banger. Banger. Infinity War. Banger. Banger. Ant-Man of the Wasp. No. Captain Marvel. No. Endgame. Banger. Yeah. And then we have Far From Home. I wouldn't say it's a banger. So phase three had five bangers. Yeah. Um, phase one had two. Fa- uh, or no, phase one had two. Phase three had two as well. And phase three had five. Now let's go over phase four again. Black Widow, I wouldn't say banger. Mm-mm. Shang-Chi. Mm-mm. Eternals. Mm-mm. No Way Home. Banger. Banger. Yeah. Right? right? Mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness. Mm-mm. And obviously, Love and Thunder, you're not going to say, right? Nope. Okay. So, you know, there's that. So, if we if we look at, you know, based off of what we said, Phase 3 has been the best one out of mm-hmm. all the phases. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the worst part is this had to follow up Phase 3. It's, it's like when you go to a good comedy night, right? And you have a guy who's a good comedian. And you, you know, but then his opening act just ends up being better than him, right? And they have to follow it, no matter how good they are. But the opening act was somehow just so. This is following, you gotta understand, the culmination of 20 years. 
It's like having so to follow is, fucking Bill Burr. Yeah. So this followed that last phase. That was like probably the best phase. So I give it that. But so far, I think, could this finally be superhero fatigue? I don't think so. No? I think I think Wakanda Forever could come out and we could all be blown away again. And what we didn't mention in the bangers for this phase, WandaVision, Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier, all the MCU series, um, which, again, I personally, I still believe Loki's the best one out of them. But um, I don't know, man. Um, We're getting a lot. And I think that's been the people's biggest complaint. Like, hey, you know, let's just not setting it up. What are we setting up? It's like, that took three phases to get to where we got. This isn't phase three. If we're in phase four now, five... This is technically fa- phase one, then. Exactly. So phase six would be like the equivalent to phase three. Mm-hmm. If we are headed towards the timeline battle with... um Secret wars. Secret wars and stuff. That's kind of when it will probably be taking place. Yeah, I see that. So... You know, like I, I know, I know, because I, I, I was feeling that way too. Like, oh man, like this phase, like I bet all the other phases were just crazy. It's like phase three was out of this world, but all the other ones, out of like six movies, seven movies that come out, like two are fucking amazing. The rest were okay, you know. So, um, again, No Way Home so far has been the amazing one. I know we had really high expectations for multiverse of madness and this, but let's see, we still have like fantastic four guardians, three, all that stuff still down the, uh, down the, down the pike to come. So I think guardians three is going to be good. Yeah. Especially if it's like the finale for that group, I think they're going to go all in. Um, do you want to give this movie a rating? Yeah. I would say 7.5. I think that's fair. I would give it an eight. I think initially I was saying eight and a half. I did watch it again. And this is a movie where if I'm recommending it to people, I give them that kind of, hey, like, I enjoyed it, but it it is very comedic. You know, I kind of give them that little warning. Because, like, I I went with my wife and her cousins, and I kind of told them that too. And then after it was done, my wife's like, I enjoyed it. And she's like, you were right, though. Like, it is very kind of goofy and over the top and like the comedy, but you know, some people enjoyed it. Some people didn't. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're going to get like, I feel like it's worth a watch. I feel like definitely. this is to me and my Ant-Man. Like if Ant-Man was ever on TV again, I wouldn't rewatch it. Like if this was just playing, I wouldn't like sit there and be like, Oh, let's watch this again. Now, if Spider-Man was playing, um, Spider-Man far from home, no way home. No way home. Sorry, not far from home. I wouldn't watch that either. Um, <laughs> if No Way Home was playing, <laughs> I would sit down and be like, "Yeah, you know, this." Nah, like I think a one-time watch is good enough for me personally. For this, mm-hmm. like, there's nothing I need to go back and watch this and read dissect. You remember back when like you would watch a superhero movie and you're like, "I gotta watch it again," mm-hmm. and then you watch it again, and you're like. I picked up so much more things. I enjoyed it so much more. Like, 
I remember, I think, The Dark Knight Rises, I watched three times in theaters. Avengers, I watched three times in theaters. Black Panther, I watched three times in theaters. I watched uh, I watched Infinity War three times in theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know, I don't think, like, this means, like, think- hey, that's, that's it. Like, put the fucking nail in, in the coffin of the MCU. Like, Oh, no, I don't not think- at all. But... I'm still going to stand by like this to me has been like, I don't know. I, I just felt like maybe it's cause these, okay. Cause now, now you got to understand, you got to understand every time we watched all the films you noted, right? That was maybe their second appearance. Maybe it was a sequel, right? Maybe it was, uh, maybe it was a trilogy. We've seen Thor for 20 years now. When you look into that, like, close to 20 years. When you look into that um, fatigue aspect of it, right? You've seen him go through, like, so that's why when this ends, you're like, okay, so where's, what's happening? Is this just a placeholder? Is there something else? Is there any more? And how much growth can Thor really do now at this point? You know? Uh, you know, I know you mentioned that, like tw- 20 years. Yeah, it's like 15 years, but um, and he's like 1500 years old. So this is yeah. still like a very small part of his life. And yes, we've we've seen like, you know, the dark place he was after Infinity War or, you know, the beginning of Endgame. And then he got fat and, you know, got kind of goofy. Like, I remember it kind of bugged me in Endgame, dude. It's like. What is this? The Big Lebowski? Like, what the fuck? Like, this yeah. is fucking Thor. You know? He's gonna have him fat. I think I think that kind of bugged me in Endgame more than it did in here. Honestly, that we're talking about it. Yeah. Because there were some times where you're just like, you know, just kind of out of it. But then he was dealing with this shit. Remember, he had like PTSD and all that guilt and anxiety and all that stuff. Like, remember Rocket slaps him when they go back to Asgard. But, um... Yeah, man, like, I, I don't know. Like, will we, like, again, I think Chris Hemsworth, uh, you know, as opposed to, like, Chris Evans and, um, I don't know, uh, like, you know, like, Robert Downey Jr., like, you know, they kind of were ready to step away from the characters. I hope he keeps playing Thor for ever. Yeah. You know, and I think, like, I, I think we'll one day get, like, a, what is it, All-Father Thor or something where he, like, officially kind of, like, takes over for Odin. You know what I think was a big, big thing that was missing in this movie? Loki. Yes. I think that's true. Like, you think about the scenes in Ragnarok. Some of the best, most memorable scenes is with him and Loki, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think about his ass? You think that was really his? Or you think it was a standard? Probably his. I don't, I don't know. I didn't really, like... Oh, really come like... on! Would you close your eyes? Get the yeah, fuck out I of here. I turned away. I was like, no. Oh, fuck you. I turned away. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about all the kids that had to like walk out of the film and was like, Dad, what's an orgy? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Why is fucking Zeus speaking Italian and wanting orgies? You know? Well, he would have been. Like, wouldn't he been like Greek? Like, yeah. he would have spe- he would have been speaking Latin. Yeah, that's true. Zeus was horny. That's true. 
Like, there's so many fables of Zeus just turning into an animal and fucking random women. So, I guess, like... Well, I think he would show up as an animal and then turn into himself and fuck the women. What a weird god. <laughs> like, now that you put that into... <laughs> I did like, he's like, I base a lot of myself, what I do, on him. You know, he's a big hero of mine. But, okay, let's end it on this. The post credit scenes. Yeah. Hercules. You know anything about the guy? Other than the Disney movie? I do not. So is he going to be like the main kind of villain or whatever? Because it, it seemed th- like... It seems like that's where it's going, the next setup. Yeah, it seems like the gods are kind of going to be going to at war. With you know, because that's what he says. is like it's time to show people, you know, like that we're not the joke. They just they just pray to their superheroes, as he said. Yeah. Now it's time to show them like, you know, kind of like what gods can do. And then Jane showing up in Valhalla. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Do you think that Valhalla thing has is going to have any other... Or that was it? That was kind of just her ending? I don't know, man. Because we've seen... This is like the third ancestral kind of plane mm-hmm. that we've seen. We've seen how it is in Black Panther. We saw it in Moon Knight recently as well. And now we see kind of like the Norse version of that too. And speaking of Black Panther, um, when they do go to the the city, uh, the Panther goddess is also sitting there as well. Yeah, we talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also the Dumpling God, which you God. hated. That was so stupid. Like, why is that even a thing? Like, how am I supposed to take this seriously? Well, you're not supposed to take it seriously. That's the whole thing. Like, this isn't going to be the Thor and God of War, bro. Yeah, but still. But the bowels gonna like there's gonna be a dumpling god. Bow. Damn you, Taika. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'll be making another movie. Uh, another yeah. Thor movie. I don't think I think so they're either. gonna go into a different direction, but hey. Um again, I enjoyed it, Jess hated it every second of it. No, um, that's not true. I didn't hate every second of it. There was stuff I liked. I, I went over it. But, mm-hmm. yeah. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It was okay. Okay. But. And I think we'll leave it at that. Um, hopefully you guys have seen it and, um, you know, enjoyed the Balls Deep review. And, um, you know, I think, um, I think we'll make a, another episode here um, soon because uh, San Diego Comic Con is taking place this weekend. And there's a lot of fucking rumors. Um, I think, you know, in the past, like, MCU and DC has been skipping it. But apparently, I think this year that they're actually going to be there. Uh, We're rumored to have a Fantastic Four cast reveal. We might get a Black Panther, a Wakanda Forever trailer. We might get an announcement from DC that Henry Cavill's back as Superman. So I was going to say, like, an announcement from DC that they've caught Ezra Miller. Did you hear about the Zack Snyder stuff? No. What's the Zack Snyder stuff? You want to talk about it? Okay. So there's a Rolling Stones article that got posted where they said, you know, like the whole Snyderverse stuff that was happening online, Restore the Snyderverse, they, they you know, they, they were able to dig up that like 13% of those accounts are fake. Not the end of the world. You know, fake accounts happen. Bots happen. But um, what else? What else came out 
um, in that. Um, I think it's Jeff Johns and another producer uh, for uh, Warner Bros. in DC. Um, they were the producers for Justice League. Um, and then when Zack Snyder was get, making his cut, he said that he wanted them removed as the producers. He didn't want them to get producer credits. And he had requested that, and he had straight up told them, and they were saying, no, we're not going to remove ourselves. And apparently he straight up threatened them and said, I'm going to destroy them online. And after that happened, that's like when like a lot of the the Snyderverse and the online people started going after Walter Hamada, who's like overseeing like DC, you know, films for Warner Bros. Uh, Ray Fisher, remember like a couple of years ago, Ray Fisher started saying that he has a, his experience with, with um, Warner Bros was terrible, that that started happening. And then um, apparently like when this writer, she was writing, you know, this article, like, um, I think she got contacted by Zack Snyder and said like, Hey, you know, probably be, you probably wouldn't be like wise for you to include that in there. Cause you know, my followers can be a little, you know, essentially like threatening her. Like, so I've always wondered like, you know what Zack Snyder's thoughts on all these Snyder verse people. Cause some of them online are crazy, dude. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> we, we know that well. Um, but, um, yeah, so it seems like his, you know, following was really being weaponized and targeting and going after people online. And, um, yeah, it's crazy. I haven't read the article. I saw a video breakdown of it, but um, it's 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 kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't, I didn't think that he was really um, – gonna be getting like kind of swept up in that i always thought his feelings would be like oh yeah you know like i have fans but i didn't know he was going around like threatening to destroy That's people a lot of on time social that yeah imagine if you spent that much time into writing a cohesive plot and directing a good film yeah it's like like you know imagine imagine well, fuck the snyderverse man <laughs> i think it's been thoroughly fucked <laughs> it's been like why are people online like running into Ezra Miller more than the police is what I want to know like every other day somebody spots him like why can't the cops find him like that's what I want to know like there's a new video every other day of somebody running into him and him being a jackass yeah didn't he threaten to knock somebody out or something yeah well yeah. that'll do it for this episode ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening um you know, please do subscribe if you like our content. Miles Apart Productions on TikTok and YouTube. Bigger than ever, baby. Bigger than ever. Um, and, yeah, stay tuned. Go ahead. No, I just said peace. Okay. Um, yeah, stay tuned, guys. Uh, more episodes coming. Um, and um, thank you for listening, as always, man. Leave a rate and review if you like the show. Share it with people. Um, and until next time, this is Jess and Guggen signing off. Bye-bye. Mediocre, though,